but it, it feels good to be back podcasting. Uh, you know, it's like riding a bike. You just never forget. You come back in ready to rare and to go. Do you guys feel the same way? Well, Eric, it's been even longer for you. Addison and I did a uh, an episode maybe like, what, like a month ago? Yeah, it was before AC because we were doing like playoff predictions. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't podcasted in maybe about two months, and it's been way, way too long. Um, unfortunately, busy season has taken over my life, but it's starting to almost get there. Got a couple weeks left, and we're almost done, so this is nice. It was almost hearing, because I'm so used to hearing other podcasts do the Skype, that when I listened to me in chat, it almost sounded like a real podcast. Because <coughs> that's like how every other podcast sounds like they do over Skype. Yeah, yeah. You always get like one person that kind of has like the sketchy audio, which is me. Where before we had all of us in this, like that probably never happens with any fantasy podcast where all three of them are in the same room. You saying we're not a real podcast? Well, you know what I'm saying. It just sounded so like professional, and then like keep hearing me on Skype. I was like, this kind of sounds right in a weird way. Yeah. We we are legit. We are legit. Um, So that being said, we have quite uh, an amount of items to touch upon today. Uh, First off, we we need to congratulate our uh, our winner. For the second time in the league's four-year uh, four-year um, period of being um, alive, yes, as as terrible as I could have phrased that, <laughs> uh, Mike Rogers <laughs> he had a, a storied year. Um, his team was just solid, very very strong all year round, and and towards the end, with a couple of lucky victories, I think what he had a verse Dooch. In the semifinals, but Dude kind of got a lucky win going in. Yeah. So, some 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 good manners of, of good fortune, but he also lost David Johnson. So, congratulations to Mike. Any any other uh, items you guys want to touch upon? No, the David Johnson thing was the most telling. I think we said before the playoffs that we kind of had him pegged as a playoff team, but we thought his championship hopes were kind of crushed with that with that injury. But he was able to make the moves he needed to with McCaffrey kind of filling in and McKinnon pickup was huge but I think I, he didn't play anyone that scored over 100 points right in the playoffs I don't think Itzler did or Mike no, no I don't think so but, hmm? I don't think so no yeah but I mean either I mean it's not, I'm not gonna take that away from him because I still think he put up a respectable amount of points it wasn't like yeah. he was putting up 100 and mm-hmm. winning he was still doing well so yeah congrats to him I don't think he has his name on the trophy yet but whenever he doesn't gets done he gets to put two of them on there that's pretty cool I'm pretty yeah. jealous of that I gotta say congrats Mike well deserved. View the picture that he posts with his sick view of the skyline with like the trophy just sitting on the windowsill. It's just, it's everything you want in this league. It is. It is. I do want to live in his apartment as well. So hopefully one day I'll have the trophy and his apartment. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. And then, um, which kind of kicked off the semifinals of our playoff run was a trip to AC. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm going to say I had a blast, a little bit of a letdown with, with the amount of trades. Not a lot of trades went yeah. down. It really wasn't block party. It wasn't wine tour. I thought AC was going to be that next event on the Mount Rushmore of just like chaotic trade events. But we had a great time. I had a blast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just the majority of our league is just degenerate gamblers. So no one is really focused on trading. They all just wanted to gamble. Correct. Which makes which makes sense. I mean, it was still a blast, though. I had an awesome, awesome time. I, I think, want to go back soon. I think, and, and me included, I think everyone got stingier. <laughs> like yeah. in, like in person, I thought it would be less stingy, but everyone's still pretty stingy in person. I will even say, with, even with the booze flowing, no one was letting their guard down. Yeah, no, no one wants to be me, man. And then we also held our first annual worst thing. Pretty cool. So we all had all of us in the in the suite. Which, by the way, the suite that we got for the amount we paid was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, 
So we had awards that range from, you know, best owner to most disappointing, rookie of the year, like MVP. It was pretty cool. We had all, it was like one of the few times we had everybody in the suite at the same time. And we gave out awards, like whoever got a, a positive award was given a little uh, fireball nip. And then the losers got ice, which includes Eric for most disappointing notice. I did, I did. It was, um, it's an honor. I'd like to thank my parents. I wouldn't be here without them. Uh, <laughs> but most of all, God wouldn't be able to. Right, get right, right. Out. I don't yeah. think I don't think you deserve most disappointing. I really don't. I, oh, I appreciate that, but it's too late. I've already been iced. So well, I, think, <laughs> I think Greg and Eric were. I, I mean, you voted for Kojak. I thought Wire was up there. Like I, it, for me, it was expectations versus. Me too. How it did. And, like, I know we had Eric pegged at, like, 10 or 10 or 11. He finished 14, which I guess is a bigger difference than when Wire was projected and finished. But, I don't know, I just had hopes for him for being a playoff team, and he kind of was just middle of the road all year. So I was a little disappointed, and mm-hmm. I guess, Chad, you were just disappointed that he just blew up his team. It was that, and it was, you know, we also had him power rank 6 or 7, too. We had him maybe squeaking into the playoffs in that 6 seed. Well, I mean, at the start of the season with the same team, he, he probably had a chance. Exactly. That's why I thought it was most disappointing. Yeah. No, I understand. But it was enjoyable to see you and Greg have to slug it. I mean, watching you struggle. I wouldn't say you chugged. You struggled through that. No, no, no. I, I, drank, it, I drank it at a relatively quick pace is what <laughs> I did. Um, probably the best way to describe it. But that's me, you know. And then Nick also got iced for getting the most disappointing player in Terrell Pryor. Yeah. Yeah, it was TP. T-L-E-P. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so it was an all-in-all fun trip, um, and that kind of, you want to segue right. So I th- right now, so the offseason officially begun, basically in AC. I mean, it started before AC, but that really kicked it off. 2020 picks were available. A lot have already been dealt, yeah. which is funny. And um, that kind of kicked off a slew of probably 20 or so trades. I think we're going to go over some of the main ones, touch upon the minor ones, and skip the irrelevant ones. Yeah. Okay. And uh, do you want to start with the... Probably the biggest, and there was only a couple of trades that happened besides people swapping picks, but probably the biggest trade, arguably, of the offseason was between Greg and Eric. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very happy with the deal. Um, Amari Cooper coming out of college is one of my favorite players. I really, really loved Amari. I've made no, uh, no bones about that. So I ended up giving 20 talent that's projected to come out in 2020, as, long as, uh, as well as Greg's 2018 second for Amari Cooper straight up. I still feel like Amari Cooper's a, a top 15 startup pick. I love Amari. I think he's got great talent, and he's only 23, 24 years old um, in a promising upside offense that's getting a new coach. Um, I'm very happy with the move. I, I think it made my team better. Yeah, okay. sorry. Sorry, you cut out there. So it was what, a 2021st? 2021st and a 2018 second. I think it was pick 23. The main thing being Eric's 2021st, which yeah. is, like you said, mm-hmm. highly coveted, should be, not should be. Like, it's will be top five. Projected to be, yeah, at least in the top five of, of a pretty deep class. Yeah. When I heard about this trade, I was shocked. I think I heard it from you first, Eric. Yeah. And I was, as much as Greg has been on the Amari Coopy, Coopy, Cooper bandwagon and defending him at all costs, and I'm not going to say, just, not that he gave him away, because uh, Greg's in love with the 2021st and he's made no secret about it, but I was shocked that that was the player he chose I'm curious if you could have dealt someone maybe of a lower you know, dynasty pedigree to you for that pick, but I, I like the trade for you. I, I think the, the risk is that you shouldn't be one on one in 2020. So yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, I agree. I'd, I'd much rather have Amari Cooper than both of those picks. 
Um, I mean, by 2020, Amari Cooper will be 25. So he'll be, like, in his prime. Yeah, then. yeah. So it's like, like Addison said, I think you're getting the more reliable asset in Amari Cooper, who has had a, who had a down year last year. But, you know, with John Gruden going there, especially, I think he can, t- yeah. he can turn his career around and... Not that he was bad last year, but he can turn his career around to be even better than he was. He can maybe recreate his rookie season. So I think to trade away a first round pick that's in two years is worth is worth the risk. Yep, absolutely. Very happy. Yeah, I agree. You mean you're gonna need a more consistent play to Derek Carr, but like you said, with Gruden going there, could change the offensive route. We'll 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 see what happens. Um we can touch upon this if you want, but the next pick on the list was between me and Trainer. So I gave up Keelan Cole and my 2020 second for pick 19, which is your second chat, and a 2019 four. So pick 19 is what, 205 at the time? So basically, I saw Keelan Cole as a hot dish. He, he, he was coming off like three monster games. was kind of that, like, if you were in the contention, maybe that fantasy darling you scooped up and kind of held, led you to a title. Um, I had no intention. I didn't even think I'd get anything for him, honestly. And I happened to see Tiz complimented that pickup for me in the chat, so that I just kind of went after it. And we got a deal done. Yeah, I like it for you. I think Keelan Cole's a flash in the pan, but I'm also a D.D. Westbrook truther, so I don't think Keelan, Keelan Cole will have that big of a role next year, especially with A. Rob if he does come back to to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They seem to like him though. They, they do seem to target him. I, I'm not saying he's going to be great, but I can see him being a consistent like wide receiver three. Why not? Is that worth pick 19? Probably, if, if he does it for a couple of years. What are you expecting to get there? Better than a wide receiver three or four. I don't and know. a run first offense. I don't know. It could be it could be totally different, too, if uh, Jacksonville signs a quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, and a lot of the, the, the main three, I believe, of A-Rob, Hearns, and Lee are all free agents. So it is possible. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's a better situation than we think. Well, I think they absolutely draft the wide receiver in the first round or second round, too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think they're, I think they'll let some of those guys go. I hope they uh, um, just draft another young guy and kind of just build that core. But uh, moving on, again, we can touch upon this if we want. But, Greg, the next two are involving Greg just trying to get 2021st, and he did in these two. Uh, one was with Rodgers. He gave up pick 22 this year and a 2023rd and Kyle Rudolph. I, I kind of like the, the play for Greg here. I know it could be potentially 114 in 2020, but uh, pick 22 is probably at best like a 50% chance it's going to be anything startable. And then a third in Kyle Rudolph who may not, you know, whatever. So I kind of like it for Greg here. I'm not saying like Rogers lost significantly, but I'd probably rather have the 2021st than these handful, like these two picks in the player. Yeah, I think this is pretty even. Rogers does need a tight end, so that was a good pickup for him. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Even if he has 114, 22, so that's you know eight picks apart. So maybe the risk isn't worth it, but I think it's I think it's fairly even. And then the next one involving Greg with the first is not basically swap, but it's first. And I think it was probably the, the highly, the most debated team in the league about where they could or could not finish. Obviously, we're on record not being fans of him this year. And he finished in second place, which we didn't really speak about. We just talked about Rodgers winning, but Itzler did 
pretty much shot the league and come in second place this year. Yeah, right in our but eye. Some, some, still, some still don't believe in him. So Greg got it was 2021st for my 2021st and Staff Daddy. It was a weird. I mean, in in Itzler's mind, he got a better first, so he thinks he's going to be better than me in two years. And he basically got Staff Daddy for free, even though he already has Wentz. So basically, just is like, why wouldn't I take him yeah. for free? Essentially, if I'm getting the better first, mm-hmm. that part's up for debate. <laughs> I think I'm going to be better. Um, but what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, it's it's exactly. We'll see what happens after the draft. I I don't want to say anything. As of right now, it's it's his team is relatively young. What if they just all take off and Tyreek Hill is elite? Like, we don't know. We really don't. I like it for Isler. I think Safford's worth a 2021st on his own. I mean, he was traded for pick five straight up. <laughs> it's true. Can you hear that, Chad, by the way? Hear what? Okay, good. <laughs> our pipe, we have a really like loud heat pipe in our room that just is hissing at us right now. Oh. It's actually hitting me. It's hitting me with water. Yeah, it sprays water. <laughs> Anyone listening to this knows, like, if that's really, really bad, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not dry currently. Yeah, it sprays a lot of water. Um, man, Greg's been active, but this one involves you, Chad. Mm-hmm. So Greg traded Doug Baldwin and his 2025th to you, and you gave up your 2021st. 2018 fourth and a 2018th. Um, this one I was also surprised with because it's also another one of Greg's boys. So he traded Doug Baldwin and Amari Cooper in the same offseason when those are two of his like go to guys. And uh, I mean, he probably pegs you honestly as like a bottom. He's probably projecting you to be a bottom of the barrel team in two years, which again, it's hard to predict people in two years. We could we did a, an average job predicting people one year, uh, let alone two. But you got to be happy giving up. Ideally for you, all late 2021st for Doug Baldwin. Yeah, I'm very happy about it. The only thing that scares me is his age. He's 29. But, you know, he's Russell Wilson's favorite target. I needed another receiver. And, you know, eventually I got to stop rebuilding. I got to just go for it. So why not? Are uh, you scared that um, Tyler Lockett's going to supplant uh, Doug Baldwin um, immediately? I've never been less scared of anything in my entire life. I just wanted to make sure. How long have you really been rebuilding for? Because you were immediately competing this year because you hit on on Kareem Hunt, like Hogan was doing well. But you've been good at, like, you know, playing the free I don't really think you make any bad trades. So, I don't know. I think you're, like, in the middle. Like, you're a win-now young team, I would say. I hope but, so. I, mean, that's yeah, I, think, I think acquiring a, a win-now piece is smart. Yeah. So I I usually don't I usually trade for age which I'm trying to break out of so. Mm-hmm. Well now we know give Chad your old guys. I, I don't have anyone above the age of 24 except Des <laughs> Des no one wants Des. Um, do we want to go over this one? No. Uh, okay. Well, so we know what it is. Eric, I don't even know who gets what because I can't see the top of the page. But someone is trading pick 38. A 2019 fourth and a 2019 fifth for a 2022 second. I got that and gave Tiz the second. She just wanted to get into the draft this year. Yeah, exactly. I know at that at that point I had like no picks this year. I think I had like a fifth. So, all right, cool. Dude. <laughs> 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 no, it's just such like an average trade. Um, all right, the next two will involve me and you. So. 
I guess this one was kind of big just because I had a, a bigger game. But I gave uh, Greg's 2021st uh, Deontay Foreman in a classic. Can you throw in a 2018 fourth? <laughs> 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 to Rob for uh, Isler's 2019 first. Um, I just I I'm still on the answer's going to be bad bandwagon, especially with how good our division's getting. So I think I'm getting a possible top five pick. I do. I am afraid that Deontay Foreman could come back and be the bell cow and be what I thought he could be drafting. But I wasn't as scared of the Achilles until I started to trade. I just wanted to get rid of Foreman because I've never drafted two good picks and Kamara hit. So I just cut my losses and I'm just going to deal with Foreman. And everyone was like, oh, it's not an ACL, it's an Achilles. They're like, ooh, that's bad. I'm like, yeah. I didn't really realize how bad it is. Mm-hmm. The Achilles are never good. You never, never want an Achilles injury. Yeah, no, I like it for... I'm not that high on Foreman. I wasn't really when the the draft was coming around last year anyway. Um, so I liked it for you. I think I'm with you on the on the Itzler not being as good as this year, obviously, train. So I think that you got probably got a top six pick. Sorry, Itzler. But I think that's worth it for what you gave up for it. Oh, definitely. I mean, if he thinks that... It will be good again. Then he's getting Muller, who was what do you what do you have with this year? One hundred eight. So he's getting like a one hundred eight in twenty twenty and Foreman for possibly a late two thousand nineteen first. So I, I can see it from Rob's perspective. Mm. It's all just playing the who you think's gonna be good, and it's like yeah, you can only look back. Like I, I have no, I would love to know what Ridge trade to get Kojak's pick because at the time we probably like oh Ridge kind of getting like a late first, yeah. you know, probably didn't love the trade for him and then end up being one hundred one. One hundred two, whatever. You know what I mean. So I'd be curious to look. I wish we had. Maybe we do have it going back, but that'd be cool to look back at the order now and see what those people gave up to get those picks. Yeah, absolutely. We could do that another episode. We can revisit the the draft order and how it came to be. Yeah, it was obviously before the Zeke trade. Definitely. Yeah. Well, as soon as he did that, it, Ridge was just arriving to the block party and didn't really know what was going on, and I went up to him immediately and tried to get Kojak's pick. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, before that, he had offered me Kojak's first, um, a second, and a fourth, um, all in 2018 for Crow, straight up. Really? Or Kojak made the trade, and I I said no, because I wanted the two firsts at the time, and he wouldn't do it, so I could trade Crow for one-on-one, a second, and a fourth, Wow. but you know, just not in the cards, not in the cards. Yeah, Barkley sucks yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, the next trade is between two co-hosts, or the host and the co-host. Love that. Love that. Which uh, one is this? Oh, let's go. Yeah. So I gave, <laughs> I gave up. So I had pick fourteen, which is Rogers first, and pick nineteen, which I acquired in the Keelan Cole trade for Nelson Aguilar and pick seventeen. So I moved up two spots in the second. And then gave up essentially a first up for Aguilar. I think we're both happy with it. I'm surprised you gave up your boy, but I was pretty aggressive with you on this trade. You were. I was. It was a matter of time before it broke. I was kind of looking for teams that I like to trade with and guys they had. And I'm. I thought I'm like super high in Aguilar, but I think with the more he plays with Wentz, the better he will be. Mm-hmm. And he's young. I kind of need to get younger at wide receiver. So I didn't feel like I was giving up all that much. I still moved up to. Like the, I feel like if he got cut, my rationale was if Aguilar got cut, if I were just to cut him, I don't think he makes it to the second round. 
So I gave up the worst of the first round and moved up in the second to get him. And then there's some clauses of players we neither can take at that pick that we both like and obviously want. Um, but I, I think this trade was pretty fair all around. Yeah. I think that Nelson Aguilar is probably going to be better than pick 14, but, you know, it's 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 a risk. 14 could be a hit, so who knows? I, th- I think it's I think it's probably pretty even. To be totally honest with you, Eric, what what, what is your like getting rid of your boy for pick fourteen? Are you, so you're expecting pick fourteen? Obviously, you have to be expecting that pick fourteen has to be better than Aguilar. Or why would you do it? Um, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, at that point, I still had all of my wide receivers, so my thought was move to pick fourteen and diversify. Get a running back like a Royce Freeman or somebody like that that might be there. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I traded some wide receivers, it really doesn't matter. I'm just gonna take best player. They're probably gonna bust, then we're gonna go from there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, um, could you maybe get Gagler? But I don't think many people. I'm happy like word doesn't too much word doesn't get around. Most trades stay confidential because I don't think yeah. anyone really knew Agler was available. And I, I probably no, no. I probably wouldn't have gotten him if word got around that Agler was available. Someone probably would have gave you a, a solid running back for him. Maybe a little older, but someone you could have plugged in right away. Absolutely. Um, oh, Rob's involved in the next future. I love how, like, a lot of the league is trading. I know a lot was great early on, but we got, like, a little bit of everyone in the offseason. Offseason fever has been – it slowed down a little bit, but when it when those first couple trades started rolling, it was – Everyone loved it. Everyone needed the trade. Everyone every, – <laughs> I wake up every morning and just be like, I want to trade offer. Absolutely. I, actually knew, I had a handshake out today. I, actually, both of you were the only two that know about the yep. trade. Um <laughs> I didn't counter. I don't think I'm going to counter. But uh, I was close to doing it. If, you, if either one of you were like, yeah, man, it's pretty good, I, I would have done it. So thank you both. Got your back. Got your back. Uh, so the next trade, uh, this was New Year's Eve, the 31st, was between Rob and Greg, and it was just a Lamar Miller and Emmanuel Sanders swap. So Greg gets Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders, Rob gets Lamar Miller. Such like a big-name, flawed production. Like, not maybe not production, because Lamar Miller is RB, uh, RB1, but just two guys that no one really wants like or give up that much for. You know what I mean? Like, But why did he trade for, for Miller if he already has Foreman? You gotta wonder. He wanted... I remember he said he wanted to just have both in case one pans out, and then he just ended up flipping Lamar Miller, like, immediately. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, right. Oh, right. So he traded Lamar Miller, right? Yeah, I, so I don't know, honestly, if maybe he had, like, a talk with Dooch. That's what he does. He trades players he doesn't have. He did No, that that had to have been it, because he did text me, want Lamar Miller. I'm like, you, yeah. don't, you don't have him. And he's like, what if I did? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, what, that's what he does with me and Greg. He'll be in talks with us, but be trading our players before he gets the trade done. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. So who did he flip Miller for? So very next trade, he flipped him to Dooch and a... Oddly, he gave the fourth, but it was Lamar Miller in a fourth, a 2019 fourth, for a Duches 2021st. So, all in all, Rob gave up Emmanuel Sanders for a 2021st. That, that's a, I think he did really well there. I, I agree with you. I think he did oh. do well. I was going to say, I think he lost the initial trade. I think Emmanuel Sanders has more value than Lamar Miller. But I think to flip Lamar Miller for a first is worth it. I agree. I kind of... Am I the only one that doesn't like? Actually, likes Lamar Miller. Like he's not an elite, elite back, but he's good. I just think that a a running back 
especially one like him, their shelf life is, I think his is coming to an end. I mean, he's like 27. He's got like another two or three years. And he's already shown signs besides this before this year, breaking down a little bit. But he was never he was never like an overused back. He was just like a very productive back and like a, a two headed field. Like it's not it's not like a wrong to have him in a, as like a flex. No, but he's one of the guys where his deserving value is probably a first. No one's but you'll never give, get that. But Correct. no one's gonna give up the first. Like, yeah. I, I would obviously like to have him, but I knew what his his value probably is worth. I was never gonna give that up for him anyway. He's like yeah, does. I'd rather I'd rather have a man who I, I mean I'd rather have Lamar Miller in that trade though. I think Emmanuel Sanders is getting is what thirty one in a questionable agree. quarterback situation. Oh, I think Denver's gonna. Football. I think Denver's gonna either draft a good quarterback or trade for one though. Lynch and they failed, so it's like not guaranteed. I think they're gonna get like cousins or something. I know he's good. I just I think he's is gonna rapidly decline faster than Miller is. I don't know. That's interesting. But yeah, I, I want to. Can we pull that? I want to pull that one. Well, I could see it for Greg's perspective here. He just gave up Cooper and Baldwin. I think he's got, you know, he's got Gurley. Um, did he get Mark Ingram back, or is that he's on Rob's team now? But he has Lynch. He's on Rob's team, I think. Um, so I guess he was just kind of taking, you know, kind of just taking the wide receiver depth. Probably going to just try to start four wide receivers. But I, I, yeah, I like this little savvy, probably mid talks with Greg, reaching out and seeing what he can flip for him before he actually does the trade with Greg. So. Good for Rob. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what Duke's team could look like in 2020. So it's possible that could be a pretty good uh, trade for him, given up Manuel Sanders, especially in two years, but he wouldn't get anything from Manuel Sanders. Um, so the first trade of 2018 was between Rodgers and Itzler. Well, this isn't the right order, is it? Because Itzler wouldn't have had Deshaun Watson yet. How do we miss that? One second. We're having some technical difficulties with the sheets. Uh, please, <laughs> please bear with us. Where did Hitler get Deshaun Watson? Because I know that was from Kojak. Where? Oh, because it's a three-person trade here. Uh, that's right. I forgot there's a separate tab for all three-person trades. So, in one of the only three three-person trades in league history, all involving Eric and Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's been there's been more three way trades. I don't like the, think me, so. the me and fam one for Corey Coleman and Chad. That, that's right here. Right here, Corey, Corey Coleman's in this one, then Chad's in this one with Dixon. No, and no, 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 no. The other one before before the tracker got the AJ through. trade is a three way trade. Okay. Whatever. Okay, since the inception of the the, of sheets, the tracker, yeah, there was more three way, which trades. has like hundreds of trades on it. So there's only been three, and you and Isler somehow are the. I think I've been in the mastermind behind all the and, and the trades. one with Wire. I've been in five. Um, so before we get to the other one we were just about to talk about so there was a three-way trade following eric itzler and kojak the uhc trade went down (laughs) so eric gets a 2018 second which is tiz so it could be will be is solid i'm thinking it's not 2018 um itzler gets deshaun watson and kojak gets asj a couple seconds and a third so I think the initial reaction was, "What is Kojak doing? And why is Isler stacking up on quarterbacks?" <laughs> right? And I think we're like, "All right, Eric gave up ASJ, and like I don't even know what to get a pretty good second." But it was just a weird, and I can't blame Isler for doing this though, 
No, the value is there, right? I, I don't right even now. know which of these he gave up, but there's no combination. He could have gave all of that up for Deshaun Watson. I think it would have been worth it. Let alone like one or two. I assume it was like two of the second. You know what I mean? I don't even know what yeah. he gave up, but he got arguably like a top five dynasty quarterback. Yeah. But it was just a weird, weird move. But now going back to the first sheets when I was confused, we then see on the first trade of 2018 that Co- uh, Isler flips to Sean Watson in a 2019 second and gets the Crow. Rodgers 2019 first and a 2018 third. I, I kind of think it's fair. Like, I like both of it. To be completely honest, like, Rodgers needed the quarterback. He had to get rid of Rivers. He has Dak, who's like a decent fantasy quarterback, not like elite. So, I mean, he's getting the upside of an elite quarterback, and then Rodgers, uh, Itzler gets a running back and a couple picks. Yeah, I mean, Itzler didn't need Watson. So, exactly. I mean, why not? I think it's a win for him. Yeah. I, I, I hate that Rodgers got Watson, though. What's that? He hates that Rodgers got Watson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You don't think Itzler could have got? I don't mean to critique Itzler like all the time, but you don't. I don't. I don't know what the like. I feel like the Browns are going to draft the running back, and Duke was already a better fantasy running back than the Crow. Like I could see Crow going elsewhere and actually like playing. Well, like, that, not, not as like a feature back, but like definitely in a. Split if that's the field. case, and then Rogers first could be. You know, it's a late first. I think Watson is probably worth more than a late first. I think Itzler was just in it for the first. Yeah, because yeah, in, Itzler, in Itzler's mind, he traded, like, two second-round picks for, like, a first Crowell and a third. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. for what he gave up, he totally won everything. Yeah, absolutely. I just think Deshaun Watson in a second is probably worth a little bit more than Crow in a late first. But and it's just me. I, I would agree with you. I do agree with you. But I don't know if he maybe shops Watson around to everybody and trying to get more. It's possible. Because you'd think, like, a team like Robert Tiz would have – but Tiz loves Mahomes, but you can't – well, Rob, Rob's super cheap, though, when it comes to like that. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe this is the best you could have gotten. You're, if you can get a first for a guy you basically just gave up nothing for, you're going to take it. So Yeah. Um, what did this even happen? This is just a lot of picks. So, Kojak gets – oh, this was a terrible trade for Kojak. Kojak gets a 2018 second. So, pick 18, uh, 2018 third, Kojak's, whatever that is. So, 302, Kojak's fourth, 402, and then a fifth. It's just the classic quality, <laughs> quantity over quality. And then Riggio gets my first, which is like 111 or something. Ew. And it's just like, he went down from like 12, say, I don't even remember what I am, but say 11 or 12, to 18, and then gets a third, fourth, and fifth for it. That's oh, such a ridge well. deal. I, I, and he, someone fell for it. As soon as this happened, I'm like, how did someone fucking fall for this just jumbling, use, not useless, but just these late picks? And he, to move down six spots so early is so huge. And you get nothing really in return. You're getting three flyers or three veterans for it that are caught already. It's just, I mean, good for Rich because he seems to do these trades. He did this last year and got four. He's the first four picks of the draft this year, but. Yeah. God, it's frustrating when you see it. Like, why can I have been, like, where was I? I had picked, whatever, what I had, I had, uh, trainer's pick. I had 16 or something like that. I had, I had picked 17 with Algor. I could have made this fucking trade. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have taken this deal. Never mind. I take back my rant. But I wish I could have made these kind of trades like Riggio does to these, to Kojak. 
Anyone talking about Kojo? No, not really. Excuse my rant. No, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't get it. I offer Kojak trades all the time. He just doesn't respond to him. And then I nag him, and I feel like I'm annoying him. That okay. That's where my anger stemming from because I was offering him like fourteen and like a player to move up to like seven or twelve, and like I was offering my second, and then he just gives away six spots in the draft for nothing. <laughs> Um, so what do we have? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more trades left. Oh my God. Bad. We're cruising. Um, so the next one is between, uh, two, okay, hold on. The next four are with Eric. I went on a binge. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so Eric and Josh traded. So, who gets what? So Eric got a 2018 second. I got, I got pick 15 in this deal. Okay, so pick 15 and a 2018 fourth and a new walk for pick 19, pick 20, and a 2018 fourth. Yep. I like it for Eric. Yeah, I, I like that trade a lot for me. I, th- I think my downfall was when I traded a new walk. That put me on the run that I couldn't stop. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll get to that. Not, I mean, that's the very next trade. It was, we just swapped DeMarco and a new walk. That was only the product. So we we went out that night, and I wish everyone could have seen the, the trade conversations between Eric and Esler, because they they went on a so they kind of came to a standstill. So there was fluid talks, and then they literally were just sending each other back their trade with a handshake and countering with their trade in a handshake for like ten exchanges. <laughs> like there was no counters. There was just no. the counter was the original trade that the other person had rejected. <laughs> It was just like a play. It was just back and forth. It was a nightmare. <laughs> it was so funny to watch. And then out of frustration, um, he just traded me a new offer to Marco. And he was also in talks with Kojak. And Kojak, I guess, either ignored him or went to bed. And I think Eric sent him 20 straight text messages. <laughs> Five of them were handshakes. Yeah, I had to. That, that's that's how you had to have to deal with him, though. Like, that's it. You annoy him until he responds. Because that's all I want. He can say no. <laughs> I just want a response. So once I get that response, it's done. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, I literally just turned to Ad. I was like, yo, I had the deal. Remember, just I'm done. I'm sucking Hitler. I got so mad. And I texted Hitler. I was like, I traded him to Ad just to spite you. What was the trade between you and Hitler that didn't happen? It was, um, I was getting pick 16. It was, like, 23 and Nunwa and something else for, like, 16 and, like, Really just wouldn't do it. It was just irrelevant. But he, we were so close. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah. So if you take away the Inua, so you got pick fifteen and a twenty eighteen fourth in Demarco for nineteen twenty and a fourth. Yeah, I don't hate it. So no. And then you traded Demarco. Yeah, is... I, tra- I traded Demarco to uh, to Dooch, which isn't for... on here. Yeah, no, it's not on here. It was for, like, a third. It was, like, pick 41. Okay. So you traded the Nunwa for a third. Yeah. I mean, I thought... So I tr- I did try shop- shopping DeMarco. Couldn't really get anything. I thought a Nunwa had more value. I can't get anything for a Nunwa either. So yeah, it's people very are, tough. People are, we were talking about people being stingy. It's just very hard with, I guess, teams getting deeper. It's like guys that are 100% rosterable, and possibly startable, are just not getting the trade value because no one wants to hold on to him. Exactly. That's it. We need we need another spot. That's it. Yeah. I have been I have actually been in two trade talks. I guess one technically involving Chad, but that wouldn't go anywhere where 
there was offers of holding the guys post trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that is an enticing like little throw in to a trade if you have the if you somehow have the depth to hold on to a guy that you're gonna cut. I'll give you four oh one for him. We'll talk. Alright, let me know. Oh yeah, give Eric's. That's why I thought I thought I thought I had that pick. Um this you, wait, you, you guys, you guys won't do it over the air. Right wait, now. you got, you got. When did you get Puck Allen? Yeah, I traded. I traded um, <laughs> this is me. This is how I got. I know, Allen. I know. I didn't, I didn't know this. Yeah, actually I actually have, have, I have Puck Allen. Yeah, we were, were talking about it for a while. All right, Eric gets Buck Allen for a 2018 third. <laughs> is it the third you got for Demarco? Yeah. Just later. No, so yeah, I had two thirds. It was um, pick 38 and pick 41. I get pick 38. Okay. I mean. Yeah, give me, give me my sketching pass, sketchy passing down backs. Give me them all. Only, only between the, only because it's between you two. All we can go over this trade, and you guys can talk about it. So Eric gets Demarcus Lawrence in a twenty eighteen fifth for CJ Mosley. <laughs> so the only reason I did this trade was because I was having immediate trade regret. I wanted the pick back that I traded for Buck Allen. So I thought the only way I can get a late pick was to trade Mosley, and I traded Mosley. That's literally the thought process that went down. Mosley's like a really good IDP, and I was I and I was lacking an IDP, so I jumped on that. Mosley's my boy. I love him. Tiz Tiz offered me like two fifths and a Dory Jackson, but he traded me fifths he didn't have, so the trade was void and it was super sad. This has happened like three times, and I feel like we're pretty good with the sheets, but we're we're so active that the sheets delayed like a day. Exactly, and they're like it caused issues. Yeah. <laughs> the one I had, I had me and. Uh, Rogers did a relevant trade, but we were drunk, and I looked at 2019 as 2018 and trade for picks. That I've, done, I've done that. I've definitely done that. So that was unfortunate. Uh, the rest of these trades kind of suck, but uh, Greg gets Carlos Henderson for a fourth. Who gets popped for a DUI. Suck so Greg. <laughs> I'd probably rather have the fourth. So yeah, Carlos Henderson's buns. My favorite Hitler there. I, I, the thing is, I, I, I like Carlos Henderson's opportunity. It's just super unfortunate about the DUI. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, how the mighty have fallen. And I think we, we talk, as soon as this guy got traded, all the previous trades got brought for a fourth. Say that I again, almost, you cut I out. Jumped on Moncrief. I, I was so close to trading for Moncrief. Oh, Moncrief for a fourth? Yeah. Yeah, I offered Rob a different fourth, and we almost did it. If if Luck comes back next year healthy, Moncrief has great value. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, his value is obviously better. He's just... I, I'm done with him. I was done with him last year, too. I'm never done with him. But he was good like, last year. He's like DeAndre Smelter for me. I just love him. No, he's going to be Devontae Parker in like a year or two. But Devontae Parker's going to be Moncrief in like a year. I'm, I'm just going to be sick of him in this hype. Nah. All about him. I'm going to trade for Moncrief literally right now. And then it's going to be like, oh, Hilton's always been better and we'll be better. Just like Landry's been better and we'll be better. And then everyone's like, well, that upside, still pretty young. <laughs> literally, literally about to offer a, a fifth for Moncrief. See how, if Rob does it. How would he do that? He gave him a fourth. I mean, he, for, he's panicking. So offer a fourth. And the last pick which uh, the receiving end of the two players doesn't remember doing the trade, was Rob, <laughs> Trey, Rob gets a 2018 fifth and a 2019 second for Edelman and Sneed. I mean, I kind of like the flyers on the players. Yeah, I agree. I, I think one of the 
Edelman alone is probably worth a second, maybe late second. But Bams is late second. So. That's what I originally traded him to Mueller for, and then Mueller gave it back up to get him. So yeah, yeah, and then you know there's some trades that haven't been updated, but that was uh, that's been the off season. Yeah, pretty active. It's been it's been super active. This has been it's literally been one month. Since it started, it started December fifteenth at midnight. It's December sixteenth. Yeah. Tell you. So since the start of December, there's been twenty one trades. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So nineteen off season trades. That's wild. Or nineteen since twenty twenty picks are available. So yeah, so twenty one off season trades. That's wild. Yeah. That's why I love the league. It's so much fun. And we're like a month in, and then once the combine starts. The draft gets closer. Oh, can't wait for that. Yeah, there's already all the rookie mocks are out. This is awesome. I love rookie yeah. mocks. Well, was today the last day for people to declare, or is that coming up like Friday or Thursday? It was today, oh, today I think. Friday. No, what it was it? today. Oh, it was today. Yeah. I don't know. And I think McShay or Kuiper said they don't release their first mock until everyone declares. Declare. So, first mock should be coming soon. It's coming up. Maddie Mock 101. <laughs> That was a segment last year, right? We took like McShay's mock and like where they had the, the skill players yeah. going and kind of like mm-hmm. reviewed it and everything. Yep, absolutely. Right, so hopefully we can do that. I'm trying to think of anything. Does Matty Mock still play? No, no, he uh, he's done. That's that's sad. Pretty interesting that um, Bryce Love stayed. Yeah, I like Bryce Love. He's just always hurt. Well, not always hurt, but he had an ankle injury like all year. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Next year, next year's running back class isn't as deep, so it makes sense he probably can go higher. And I, I saw the Roto. This is completely unrelated, but like I didn't know this was a thing. Breeze says he won't test free agent market. Like I, I hope so. I didn't even know that was like a possibility. I also didn't know he just turned thirty nine. That's yeah, very old. yeah, he's old. Yeah, yeah. still stud though. I know because I was debating on whether or not to keep Derek Carr on because he was so bad, but I gotta keep him now. I didn't realize he was thirty nine. Yeah, he's old. You have a pretty pretty deep QB class. Throw like a third at one. Nah, I like. I'm gonna give Carr a couple more years under the Gruden, the Gruden treatment. See Word. how he pans out. Word. Well, if you, unless you guys have anything else, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Do you guys have any any closing words, closing thoughts, anything? Yeah, I want to know what Ad thinks about my text I just sent him. One moment. Hey, Ad. Um, Chad just sent you a text. What do you think about it? No, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> what other picks do you have? You have a third? He's worth a third, dude. I don't have a third. I got into this argument with, because uh, I sent Rogers. I mean, uh, he's gonna hear this. Rogers is a douchebag sometimes. I sent Rogers a, a text for a Nua, and he's like, he sent me like the crying emoji, like for me. He's like, oh man, needed a good laugh today. I'm like, fuck off, dude. Oh my god, what was the trade? I mean, it was a good trade, but it like it deserved a counter. It was like a Nua for like twenty something. He's like, he's telling me he's like, yeah, like you're one of the. Oh, where is it? Where's the second? Um, so I guess it had to be twenty-two. It's like a mid-second. He's like, and he was like dissing me that like when he gets trades for me, he knows they're probably not gonna be good. I'm like, he was worth a second last year and just didn't play. It's like he did, like didn't do good. He had like a weird neck injury, and last year he would have went for a mid-second. I'm like, I'm not saying you should have accepted it, but it was worth at least like a counter or like, no, nah, I'm good. Not your little like. Oh man, needed that laugh today. Like, piss off. So he's Mister Wonderful. I can't give you four hundred one for him. I'm still gonna shop him around. 
Uh, so we'll see. But I, you know, maybe my value on him is too too high. I'm not saying he's worth like a high second. I'm just saying like he was worth that last year. Everyone was like praising him before he got hurt, and no fault of his own. He got a weird neck injury. Now he's like worth a fourth. So no, I'm gonna write it out. Maybe even keep him. All right, I don't hate it at all. No, I should accept my trade. Anything else, Chad? Um, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Want to plug all of our wonderful social media? I mean, if you don't know by now, you should you should get the fuck out. But it's at Elite Dynasty Pod. Uh, more importantly, at EV40 and at Lamaquan. Pretty or soon. Yeah. Pretty soon, I'm gonna be on the West Coast doing this. Sure, our time zone's gonna be way different. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe we do. Well, that, that that could be time consuming. But me and Eric may be seeing you the weekend before you leave. Ooh. It could be the last time. Oh, we could do one then. For the longest time that we get an in-person podcast. Maybe sure. drunk. Ooh. I'm down. I'm going to have a few beers. Do a little, do a little potting. All right. I only have one uh, bed, so we all have to share. Oh, uh, man, that's that's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, it sounds elite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the flames will be super warm. We'll enter them together. Dude, you too, man. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. Mm-hmm.